What is going on, 5'9 Gamers? My name is Joe Wags, and today I will be your host for your favorite podcast, the Dokkan Battle Podcast. Our podcast is presented to you by 5'9 Gaming. 5'9 Gaming is your source for all things gaming, anime, and entertainment related. Be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date on all things 5.9. Now, it has been a hot minute. It's been a little bit since we had a podcast, so we have a lot to talk about today. Today's episode is number 104, uh, Dokkan's explosive 8th anniversary, and I can't do it alone. I've got two amazing guests with me today. Uh, My first guest... No, uh, you know, believe it or not, but he has a YouTube channel and it covers Bleach and Dokkan. Y'all need to subscribe. Uh, Say hello to Vilify today. Hey, what's going on? Uh, I wasn't expecting a Bleach mention during the Dokkan podcast, but here we are. Yeah, man. uh, Bleach Brave Souls is still going strong, is it not? Oh, yeah. We're uh, like four or five months out of an eight year anniversary like Dokkan, so. Yeah, so definitely if you if you like both of those games, uh, definitely check this guy out. Get two great games in one place. Just like my channel, you can get Final Fantasy and Dokkan all in one place, right? And my second guest who also has an amazing YouTube channel, Focus on Dokkan, he will teach you how to pronounce the word Phi properly. Minato, how's it going? Hello, yes. And I did Dokkan, I guess, you know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It is, I can't wait I thought for it. Was, I thought it was Fizz. I mean, even, I'm not even getting into it. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways. <laughs> I follow Minato on Twitter, and I know that it's pronounced Phi because he taught me how to properly say it. So that's that's all I'm saying about that, right? So I'm uh, this argument. I know I'm right. So Yeah, yeah. Minato's right. That's I, I'm on the Minato train. We're all good here. So let's just hop right into things. Obviously, 8th anniversary is here. Uh, you, you know, Vilify Minato, they're both on JP. I'm on Global. So we're going to hear a lot of these two guys first talking about the JP 8th anniversary. We're a couple weeks into it. So just so far, what do you think of the anniversary? Minato, just give me your overall thoughts right now on where we're at. I think the anniversary is good. I think there's been a lot of good content. I know a lot of people have been saying that the anniversary isn't really up to par with what they feel the anniversary should have been. But if you really look at it, like, especially, I feel like it's a diff, they're doing it differently in terms of its structure, right? It feels more closer to how the worldwide celebration was structured compared to the seventh anniversary. So while there are some things missing between each of these celebrations, of course, there's a lot of things. Like for example, this first anniversary we've had part one easy A's, right? And you know, we've had multiple easy A's already at this point. Um Two of them, in fact, two full Extreme Z battles is pretty cool. They've been introducing some different things, and I just overall have enjoyed the anniversary. There's, like, you know, a one, two, three-day period at the end of, like, each content drop where it gets a little dry. But besides that, they usually are doing a good job at spacing out the releases. So it's, like, every four or five days they drop something new to do, which is very good to see. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, Bill, what's your take on the anniversary so far? I think Minato kind of did cover it in a good way where it's like the public kind of connotation, uh, at least from like an outside looking in perspective, is that the seventh anniversary is better just because of like the red zone and stuff like that. You know, we have this birth of the Shadow Dragons event, but it just doesn't really feel like the red zone to me. But uh, I think Minato said it well, like part one easy A's is something that's really cool. And obviously we have part two easy A's that we're going to talk about later. But uh, overall, I'd say it's a good celebration. I really like how they've kind of went outside the box in terms of uh the theme that they decided to go with. Uh, I don't think many people could have seen, uh, you know, double super spirit bombs coming. And then also, you know, the, the theme for part two is also as almost as creative as they've probably ever been in terms of like what they're going for here. It's like, uh, I don't know if we want to, do we want to like talk about the theme right now? Or do we just want to like save like the overall discussion for it? We can, we can wait. We got it on the agenda. We'll talk about it. TLDR (laughs) openings are a very cool idea. And that's like, uh, yeah, I think that that's a great uh, kind of concept. And I've been having a lot of fun so far. And I think that the units are very good. Uh, But I think we'll get more into like the discussion for the unit as we move on. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then for me as a global player, just kind of looking in from the outside, the one thing I would just say in general is like people just want to rush to compare it to the seventh anniversary and Mm -hmm. it's not even over yet. So that's all I'm going to say is, is wait till it's done and then feel free to compare them. But like, I feel like it's just not fair to even compare them right now. So this, uh, this time last year, we saw these seven year units like dominating all the content too, right? Where it was like, (laughs) The easy eight or the, the we didn't really have a good testing ground during part one for the seven years last year either. So like, you know, part yep. three is really where they got tested. So we'll have to see. But maybe part two. I don't know. Uh, I guess like the ice, the, the ice and Nova Shenron stages were a little bit tricky, like the first two times I played it. But like other than that, it's been like pretty smooth sailing. Right. I'd say last year, like the red zone was probably a little bit harder, but it's tough to say. 
Right. And there's still more content to come, right? Which I think we just got to wait and see. Um, So let's talk about the two big units. These are the standby spirit bomb units. Um, So Minato, just give us your overall view on both of these units. I think they're both good. Um, Probably the best. No, I mean, I would even say probably the best unit in the game, in my opinion. I really like that their design, while similar, the standby skills are work very, very different to each other. Mm-hmm. So it makes them feel a lot more unique units compared to, like, let's say, let's compare UI Goku and Blue Evolution Vegeta or, you know, the year seven LRs or even the year five LRs, right? All of them are just very, very similar. And while they have their differences, it's like they're basically the same unit. But this year, it feels a lot different, and that's very, very... I just think it's a nice breath of fresh air that they have truly different designs in their standby skills. They want to do different things, and I just like them a lot. I think that they have just ah, really good designs, right? (laughs) I guess that's the only way to say it. My only issue with the LRs is their later skills. Unfortunately, Power of Hope isn't really a strong category team right now. We've been getting buffs for it. You know, we got the two new EZs coming uh, in part two, right? We'll discuss that a little later. And then on top of that, we know that global version actually got the LR Super Saiyan God Goku EZ, which is another power of hope category unit. So hopefully, you know, we get more and more buffs to that category very soon. So it becomes a lot more runnable. But as of now, it's not really the best team, unfortunately, in terms of structure and cohesiveness. For sure. And the other thing is these units obviously fit on a lot of other good teams. So that's, I think, where a lot of people are using them right now. Um, Vilify, what do you think of the two new units? Uh, I've had a lot more time to kind of gauge and understand the Z, uh, you know, the Busaga unit more than the GT unit, just because I haven't had much time to use the GT unit yet. I literally just pulled them yesterday. But um, overall, I'd say um, I like that the fact that these units have like built a foundation where we have so many different potential options for standby and you know these unique gauge mechanics is that there's a lot of different openings that they kind of provide but um i think i'm not really um i just feel like that the the busag lr just doesn't really have any content that's suited for what you want them to be doing right now because they can get caught really quickly defensively but at the same time it's like they want long events but there's just not that many long events in the game right now but that's not to say that they're not far and away. I'd say those two units are the best in the game right now. You could maybe make a case that Orange Piccolo is right there with them, but it's tough to say. Yeah, I, I mean, think... the thing with them, I'd say, is they demolish events so quickly that mm-hmm. it's like any event is a short event with them. That, that's <laughs> the problem, right? Huge offensive potential, right? So hopefully we get some event that will allow us to um, take advantage of that. In fact, the seventh stage of the... Um, Shadow Dragon Event has three different phases. Mm-hmm. So there's three different sunshine rounds from what we know in the data. So we'll see. Uh, you know, maybe he's extremely tanky. Maybe he has enemy guard. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I think an event like uh, if they did more events, like I think it's one of the metal cooler red zones where like the first boss like just has a crap ton of HP and you're just supposed to go X number of turns. If they do events where like they lead with something like that, where you're forced to have so many turns, that could be a nice type for them. Because no matter how much damage they're going to do, you shouldn't be able to take that unit out, right? Vil, I think I cut you off there. Uh, yeah, no, Minato was talking about it's like how offensive they are. It's like even because my like the Busag LR 55% like linked up with like, you know, someone like uh, Father Son Gallic on Vegeta and uh, Trunks. It's like they're ripping off like, you know, an 8.7 and 9.3. And then they want to go ahead and do like three more six million attack supers. And then, you know, those have chances to crit and whatnot. It's like what what bosses really like aside from like the end and end, end, like phases of these red zone fights and whatnot, like what bosses are tanking that? Right. Right. They're just really powerful right now. Mm-hmm. I do like that they have the unique standby mechanic. I think it makes the game feel a little bit different. And this mm-hmm. whole idea that you actually go into a unit that can't attack, but they're super defensive. Um, and then I kind of like the uh, the GT one, kind of similar to the LR future Gohan, where like he gets really weak defensively, but he wants to do the revive. Um, I think that's kind of cool, too. So I just like the uniqueness of them. I think they bring a little bit different flavor to the game. So I think they're definitely a great addition. Um, so as you guys mentioned earlier, we did get some part one EZAs, which we normally don't get. So we had STR Transforming Boo and Physical Vegito. So Vilify, I'll start with you this time. What are your thoughts on these EZAs? I wanted so, 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 so much more from Vegito. That's like kind of the the headliner, right? Um, he was one of those EZAs that I actually had rainbowed and link leveled, like ready to go, expecting that EZA for like probably two years now that that unit's been done. And I just feel like they only made him a better version of AGL Vegito. And in my opinion, that would just was not enough. But 
Superboo, they uh they decided to cook with Superboo, right? Like when you get out to like someone like Buhan, like it's the amount of numbers that you're seeing, the damage reduction that he has, the healing, all that stuff, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, they're I like that Boo as well. Uh Minato, what are your thoughts on these two units? I think Boo is really good. Uh I think Vegito is still a little underrated. Like I understand he could have definitely been better. And I think that the issue with him is that he's always gonna be solid and runnable, right? <laughs> um well, as people wanted him to be really outwardly good right now, and then, you know, obviously in the future age out. Like, that's how a lot of these EZAs turn out, is, like, they're really, really good for now. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, my goodness. And then they eventually just kind of, you know, falter off like a normal unit. But this Vegito is kind of divine, uh, designed inversely. And he's always, I feel like, been designed in this case, where he's always going to be a solid, runnable option, fifth, sixth unit, you know, on the team. But he's not going to age on nearly as fast. He's going to still have the same world that he has now in like four years even, right? I, I would say, you know, which is a big, you know, thing to say, but I honestly think it's true because of that damage reckoning against normal attacks. He's just always going to take zero damage with the amount of base defense he has. Um, would I prefer he hit harder and be better? Yes, for sure. But as of now, I still think he's actually a fairly designed unit. Now, I really like the Boo unit for sure. I think that strong, uh, if there's one change I would make to him, make him transform in turn four, but really that's just like picking a little. He really needs more Boo partners for him to truly shine, but Boo Ultimate Gohan himself is pretty absurd. Yeah, for sure. I've seen some videos and, and that's the kind of thing with there's a little bit of randomness into who you're going to transform in based on your health. So if you get the wrong transformation, because um, I think it's the Boo Tanks one that is like the not good one, but the Boo Piccolo and I think the Boo Han are pretty impressive, right? So if you get the right one, uh, you're going to be good to go and you can kind of manipulate that based on your HP and, and kind of plan for that. Um, the thing with uh, Vegito, like you said, he's going to age well because of the damage reduction on normals. I think in the future, if there's a really good partner with that you can pair with him that like always has Scouter or, you know, like let's say STR LR Vegito gets his EZA and you can pair them together and he's got Scouter going like he's really good if there's a Scouter up because then, you know, he can't get caught. But yeah, against supers, I think he's always going to going to be dying to supers. But yeah, I think there's some longevity there just because you guarantee you're going to take normals pretty much no matter how hard the content gets, because uh, that's just such high damage reduction, right? Um, so we do have some new events that have come with the celebration as well. So we've got this birth of the shadow dragons, and then there's like a nuking event. And I think you guys mentioned these a little bit earlier. So Minato, can you tell us about these kind of new events and what your experience has been with them? All right. So like with the new event, specifically the shadow dragon event, I, I'm assuming is what you're talking about. Yes. Um, yeah. it's basically like the replacement for red zone in a sense. Unfortunately, you know, while I feel like it's the enemies hit as hard as like Redstone bosses do, and they're mm -hmm. kind of gimmicky. So it's a little bit of a fresh taste of air rather than, you know, oh, I'm going to go against this boss. You know, maybe he locks me. Um, They can't be debuffed or anything like that. Like, you know, Nova Shenron, for example, he hits you really, really hard. So you have to debuff him. He could be Attack Lord. And if you do that, you kind of beat him fairly easily, right? Stuff like that where it's like interesting where you have to kind of think about your team builds a little more. Um, I think I like it a lot. The issue I'd say mostly with that is there's firstly only one type of stage compared to Red Zone, right? Well, last year with the 7th anniversary, we've had two different stages of Red Zone, the movie bosses and the GT bosses side. And then on top of that, once you figure out the gimmicks, or if you know the gimmicks ahead of time, the bosses become significantly easier than like, I feel like Red Zone bosses, especially if you have the correct setup. So I feel like if you really set it up correctly, um, it hasn't really matched up to Red Zone in my personal opinion. But we do still have one more stage coming in part three. So hopefully that will be good. And maybe we get no new other events too, right? But besides that, you know, we have your general, um, like the equipment event that's around that's pretty good. We got a new link level stage, which is pretty cool in terms of like the like how the meta cooler fight was. We got a new one for the King Kai's planet has a higher link level rate and we're actually getting keys for free, which is pretty good for free to play players. So I don't know, just touching on some things that I feel like really pop out to me. Um, additionally, we had the new King stage for part one, 
But I'm not sure, Phil, if I would like to talk about that. Um, I know Phil, <laughs> I if I had fun. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, all right, I guess I'll just say I agree with everything Minato said, and we'll move on. But, yeah, the nuking <laughs> event, um, there's this certain uh, EZA that came to JP and didn't come to Global. He's pretty good in there. I don't know if you uh, you used him, Minato. Surely you did, but he's uh, he's got a purple outfit on. He's got yellow hair. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, so the AGL Gohan EZA is kind of like the... In the first one, it's literally just like the kid boost stage. It's just get there, turn one, get the right rotation, and then just absolutely bomb it. But yep. the one against it's it's Sin and Omega. That one actually takes a little bit of thought, right? Because you can't just like you know it's a double phaser, right? So if you can't just like waste all your items in the first phase and go, what I found the best strategy to be was you have to kind of survive as long as you can in phase one just to get to that second part. And then once you get to the Omega phase, you have Super Saiyan 2 Gohan on rotation. Then you pop out the nuke. But uh, what I was kind of finding myself using was like Minato said, we have like gimmicks, right? I was using the free to play AGL superhero Gohan in there, right? Like that's how because he has attack lowering. And so does oh, sure. AGL Gohan. So does pa I had PyCon in there for his Ghost Usher. So I could make sure that I got to the uh, the AGL Gohan. And I think I had Carnival Goku with him. But that rotation with a little bit of support and some Chi-Li items. And then once he's in Super Saiyan 2, you have that, you know, 22, 23 million attack stat that he's ripping off. It might even be more than that, probably. Uh, like Maybe more like 50 million. Because what you have to do, if you guys don't know, the mission is to clear a certain... It's not just clear. It's do a certain amount of damage with an attack, a la like the punching machine, right? Yeah. So... For Kid Buu, you have to do, I think it's over 40 million with an attack. And then for the Omega phase, you have to do over 30 million with an attack. So if Gohan rips off like a 60 million attack stat and gets a crit on both of those like enemies, then you're good. But again, I, I like when they do stuff like that. Like we think about the worldwide celebration. I think it was this year. It was like, um, wasn't it a fight against like metal coolers or like the little bots or whatever? And you had yeah, to do, it was uh, like an AOE one or something. Yeah, yeah. like the AOE, yep. and then the year before that, it was the Bardock squad. Like you had to fight against the Frieza soldiers. I, I always like events like that where it's not just like try and tank as much as you can and not die. It's more of like you need to get on the offensive because like I always, I'm always more of a fan of like the best defense being a good offense. But unfortunately, the game doesn't really let you play like that. So when they do give you that option, it's kind of fun. Or right. just get the new LRs. That too. <laughs> Listen, just I was, yeah, yeah. So the 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 Busog LR really just I thought Gohan was just more efficient for me in the first phase, but the second phase I didn't have the GT duo, so it was like, you know, yeah, because they're wanting yeah. you to use the spirit bomb, I mean, right? That's the yeah, they want exactly. They want you yeah. to use the spirit bomb. So that's why Kid Boo has like you know regenerating HP. He has like that's five true. phases, tanky. So you put <laughs> up the spirit bomb, and then Omega literally just one shots you with mm. um the spare bomb as well i mean he well no he has his attack not he doesn't use a spare bomb but omega one shot you in <laughs> yeah the i was confused base. i didn't know what you meant i was like what and then that? additionally um what they what each of the phases have is that they have a target spot that you can hit on the map and that target yeah. spot basically lets you go under 50 i forgot um, to mention that yeah yeah 51 percent oh, nice. hp which it basically guarantees you to get the actual active skill or uh, standby skill right um mm -hmm. sorry i'm just, just saying active oh. skill but they're standby skills <laughs> you can yeah, do the same for gohan where you hit that spot and then you have 16 on the team turn one transform with gohan right that's who so. i thought it was for low-key like, I thought it was no, just for... for the standby skills, you silly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gohan was yesterday's on JP. You, you take 51% uh, HP damage, and uh -huh. then you have to be under 50%, so that's kind of... All right, so how here's works, here's right? how we're going to chalk this up, right? If you did not pull the new LRs, I just gave you the strategies for it, and, uh, incidentally, right? But I didn't have the GT duo to my defense, so I was just telling you my experience in the Omega stage, where it was like I had to do attack lowering and then get the perfect setup with Gohan, right? But yeah, I can see where just doing the spirit <laughs> bomb might be a little bit easier. I, <laughs> thank you, Minato. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't believe you didn't think about that. Uh, the general rule for everyone, the easiest way in a gacha is to pull the newest unit. That's how you beat any <laughs> event in a gacha. There's your strategy guide right there. Just pull the new thing. And the thing is that people will feel like this is kind of pay to win. And it's like, not necessarily. Like, I've seen some people do some of the missions with GT Super Saiyan Goku, even the Golden Week unit, mm -hmm. right? Um, So there are, there are options, but you may not be able to clear all the missions 100% without some really good RNG unless you have the new LRs, which new LRs make it extremely easy. So keep that in mind. But yeah, um, 
that's pretty much it for the I nuking do, event. I do get a kick out of people complaining about an event being pay to win in a like a predatory like gotcha. All right, it's like the whole premise of it is pay to win. Yeah. <laughs> an event comes out. Oh, now they're being scummy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean the whole point is to make money, right? So they're uh-huh. trying to sell you the units that you they want you to pull for. So that's the whole point, exactly. God forbid. Yep. And so I think I think gotcha gamers just have to keep in mind that like it's okay not to beat everything and it's okay not to get every mission. Yeah. If you have Did that mindset, then you won't the, issue, into the, trap. the only issue is that this event is only live during the anniversary. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because yeah, like the the fighting spirit and pride of the wicked bloodline that's still there. Yep. Yeah, but this one is not going to be there. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm. Yeah. It's just yep. like the same thing with Cell Max, right? It's like you know people are upset. But that it's they easier. Do it. I feel like yeah. to do. Of course, yeah. like people are upset that they couldn't do Cell Max without the gammas for the missions. It's like okay, well, Cell Max is still there, so you know it's it's not like it's going away anytime soon. Yep. For sure. All right. Well, let's hop into part two, which just got revealed. Um, and a lot of people disappointed with the announced characters, but we don't even know what they do yet. But the characters are a base Goku and a kid Gohan. And these are from uh, like openings from the show. So uh, Vilify, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on, on the part two LR reveals? I think we're just going through the typical cycle that we get when it's not a like a fusion or a big reveal for part two. Right. And it's like once we see the animations and we see like the, you know, Goku on Namek or whatever from Kai and all that fun stuff, I think people will be a little bit more excited. Personally, what has me the most excited is the the Goku's banner. I just see like the value with Carnival Goku. I think Golden Freezes on that banner. And then you just, I think STR Piccolo is there as well. It's like, that's a really good value banner to summon on if you want carnival coins, right? Uh, But I think, I think the overall choice, like I mentioned earlier in the show, I think it's like when we have these unique themes, I think it's really fun because like, you know, last year they kind of threw us a curveball with Saiyan Saga, but like when you think about it, it made sense, right? Because it was like, okay, it's Goku and Vegeta and those versions of the two were on the load up screen, right? So it's like, it, it makes sense. Uh, and I think with this one, it's just like they're this theme is like it's, it's creative, right? I think they're doing something different. They're experimenting with things. And I, I'm, I'm a fan, right? Openings are not something I ever would have thought would be an anniversary like theme. But here we are. We, we're doing openings. So I guess we'll see. And like I said, we're doing all this without kits being revealed. So all we have to go on is a SSR Goku art and an SSR Kigohan art. <laughs> And, some right. and so it's like, and yeah. that's the thing. We don't even know if the LR will actually still be those characters. They could turn into a joint forces card or something. Yeah. So and we've seen yeah. what we think the LR arts could potentially be would be like the, basically like the ending shots of the openings, right. Where it's yep. like all of the people together. And that's, well, I, yep. I think that's a realistic expectation, but yep. uh, we shall see. Uh, I'm kind of hoping like part of me hopes that Goku is not like a Goku that like Dokkan awakens into super Saiyan Goku. It's like for crying out loud three carnival super saiyan gokus in seven Dude, months or whatever we're at like uh, that would be three out of four carnival units or something ridiculous so yeah it's crazy yeah. um minato your thoughts on the theme for part two i think it's good i think people should wait and see though um before they get final judgments including myself mm-hmm. but at a visual glance i think that units being based off of the openings it's very i guess it's different from what we usually get it's like a not necessarily what if, but you know, it's not like a scene from the anime where it's like, oh, hey, Goku's going to do the spirit bomb again. Or it's like, you know, mm-hmm. LR Kid Boo, right? Which it would have been cool to get like an LR Kid Boo and Omega, which I feel like is why a lot of people were disappointed. But I think it's cool that this is something original. And, you know, based off the openings are very nice because I mean, I feel like the Dragon Ball Z and Kai openings are both actually pretty good. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see how they look like in game. Um, but I understand why people are disappointed in it. I just wouldn't write it off like people yep. are until we actually see, you know, hey, what are their kits looking like? How good are their animations? Stuff like that. Then we can make a final decision because I feel, I feel like a lot of the times the Dokkan community really does this kind of pattern where either... <laughs> likely underhype something like last year we got double gogeta a lot of people were upset at it and then now it's looked very favorably s terra vegeta so many people were mad stuff like that yeah. so what we didn't see i mean at the end of the day it's goku and gohan so i'm sure it's gonna do well mm-hmm. yeah I for sure i thought and then i completely lost it after you started going it's so i'll get it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all good i think uh, i think okay. a lot of people they were really set on Kid Buu and Omega, and mm-hmm. so I think because it wasn't them, they're just naturally upset. Um, like, I'm fine either way, but I, I do think some of the disappointment would be if, like, say, Boo doesn't get any more support this celebration. Like, 
that STR kid or that STR transforming boot EZA could almost be wasted because he still needs more for like that boot team. I think STR kid boot is still actually really good. And possibly if that physical uh, worldwide uh, LR boot gets, you know, that boot Buhan boot tanks, if he gets an EZA, which some people are thinking might happen, that could be enough for the boot team to look pretty good. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. And then we've got that free-to-play Bobbity too, which we we haven't oh. really talked about them yet. But we don't know, because right now I think they're underwhelming, but they got an EZA coming, we're thinking, right? And they they haven't EZA'd yet, so we don't really know. Um, but that could be another unit there as well. So um, yeah. with that, yeah, it, it, go ahead. If you any of you want to touch up on what I just said there, otherwise we can move on to the next yeah, part. You um, Yeah, when I was writing the outline, I forgot about this. But also, I think... The reveal of it being openings and kind of like me to tell you know about this, like truth tweeting out, like everyone let's point and laugh at the people saying like Kid Boo and Omega, right? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. I think that was Yikes. worth the, that reveal. It's like, but like, you know, there's also a side of it's like, if there really was a time for us to get the LR Kid Boo, I think that this would make the most sense. And now it's like, now that when, when the headlining celebration unit is a super spirit bomb Goku from Boo Saga, and then part two isn't Kid Boo, it's like, when is, when is Kid Boo really going to come? Right. It's funny the, because that's I said that. The, the reason why Truth Quote on my Twitter and that, and I said that, I was like, <laughs> it's like every year people say the same thing. Every Five year, year Broly and, um, what was it? Broly Goji. and Zamasu, six yeah. year. I don't know. Uh-huh. What, were people, what were people saying for six year? I forgot. Everyone, what we, well, no, because once we knew I it mean, was UI Goku, it was like maybe we were thinking, it's like, is it going to be a Jiren? But everybody knew it was going to be tournament of power. Yeah. Like, but then, like, um, <clears throat> year seven, people were again mm-hmm. saying the same thing. Called, um, was it Broly and Omega? Broly, right? Yeah, Broly, Broly and Broly Omega. And Omega. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yes, he's coming. He's <laughs> confirms. And this year, Kid Boo and Omega confirms. It's like, bro, chill. <laughs> uh, they, they, they aren't gonna do that. It's always usually Saiyans or Superclass. Um, the five like years the, went through the loop in right. The only, the only like outsider that I remember at the top of my head is the Golden Frieza and seventeen, and it's like you know, sure, the, the one outsider, but like they're still technically. They're still in the universe 17, right? Are so you, it's like I can't I mean, really call them bad guys, even though they're the, extreme class. The year before that, they did two extreme class for the part two. They did, yeah, Broly but and Rosette. they're Saiyans. Ah, Saiyans. <laughs> they're Saiyans. Okay, okay. Like, I got you. I got you. I got you. Go on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of thrown off. I'm like, you talking about extreme class? Like, it's right there. <laughs> no, I mean, even, even though they're extreme class, they're still kind of good guys. It's, you know, good right. Guys, yeah. Cool. Nah, 17, yeah. especially. But, yeah. You know, um, they don't. Usually, like, unless it's a Saiyan, like Broly or, you know, what's it called? A Rosé. They don't usually do like that. And mm-hmm. they usually kind of just throw us our expectations somewhere elsewhere. So that's why I didn't really 100% was on board. Like, oh, yes, Omega and Kid Buu confirmed. They have to be coming. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think Dokkan is just dead set on doing whatever they can do to, like, prolong GT bosses from getting, like, a legit team. So no LR Omegas yet. We can't have GT I mean, bosses be legit. Omega... If you're listening to Lara Mugga now, it's like he would be dead anyways. I mean, they don't care about GT they, bosses, they, Shadow they've, Dragons. They, they, and that's the problem. They they've, they've spread them all out so much that they're not coming together at a cohesive time together. Like, think of LR Super 17 when he released, and now he's, like, basically dead by the time he'll actually get a team. You're yeah, basically waiting on a ZZ at this point. They need to do a celebration around it. Like, not they just do. LR Omega. They need to do I know. a celebration like Dokkan Fest Omega. Yep. New Shadow or Dragon baby. banner unit, and then yep. you know maybe some free to play Shadow Dragons. Yes, know? they need to do that. Well, guys... it, I mean they got the Shadow Dragon banner unit, which is pretty terrible. <laughs> uh, come we haven't talked about the banner finger. units. I was gonna say you guys aren't don't think Ice and Nova is enough. No, we're skipping no, them. We're they are not. We we won't even yeah. talk about it. They're not even acknowledgeable. Pretty yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go take so, some brew or K, but like nah, nah. yeah. Yeah. So just in terms of this uh, double carnival format, I'll just start off and say that I like the way they did it during Worldwide better. I like one Dokkan Fest and one carnival in each part. Um, what do you guys think? I'll just throw it out about the carnival format. I mean, I would prefer it to be how it was Worldwide Celebration mm-hmm. because I feel like splitting the Dokkan Fest made things really more hype for part one and two. Though, um, yep. yeah, honestly, that's that's how it feels, and I yep. think a lot if they split the Dokkan Fest, people would have been more excited with you know, what if it was part one Goku, uh, and the Busa, well, I guess Z Spirit Bomb, and then Kid Buu, and then part two GT Spirit Bomb and Omega, right? That's probably right. what they would have had to do, um, and I guess the reason why they didn't do 
like the Dokkan X Carnival format is not because it wasn't necessarily well received, but I think it's because they wanted to do this idea where it's, you know, okay, part two LRs are based off the opening, and then part one LRs are based off the, um, you know, the spirit bombs. And really, the two spirit bomb units needed their own Dokkan events because they don't really have Dokkan events around them mm -hmm. as of this moment, right? So, right. at least that's my opinion. Yeah, Vil, do you have any thoughts on the carnival format? Uh, yeah, I would. Just, I'm inclined to agree with what Minato said with like the part one and the part two kind of being split. But uh, I maybe it's it's like just like a thing where it's like, what if they did the Busaga LR and then along with it because we know who part two is now. Like, what if it was just like Carnival Kid Gohan? It's like realistically, who would like summon on that, right? Right. It's like maybe they think this is their best chance to get people to summon on both of the carnival banners rather than splitting them up. <laughs> Yeah, it, and I mean... It's, who knows? We don't know what goes on behind the scenes, so it's like we're just kind of hypothesizing here. Right, and the carnival format is so new, there's no precedent to how they are supposed to do it. So they might just be testing the waters. They did we it have one, one way during yeah. Worldwide, and now they're doing it another way, and they're going to see what works better. The sample um, size is one celebration before this, yep. and then like <laughs> yeah. random, one random carnival banner on JP thrown in between with the carnival Yep, yep exactly. Um, so we'll move on, but there have been a couple of big EZAs on JP. So we got uh, STR Kaioken Blue Goku, and then we got the LR Spirit Bomb Absorbed Goku. So I want to know, uh, Minato, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on these EZAs? I think that um, they both look good. I actually am a big fan of the Blue Kaioken Goku, funny enough. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Whoa, I just keep coughing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to Vil. Well, we're saying. Okay, Vil. No, no, no. I'm going to. Just when I was let me, about to get rolling. We got a drink of water. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right. Let's, I'm sorry, right. y'all. It's flu season. You got The boy got the cough in him. Listen, That's I'll, crazy. I'll, I'll hold okay, you over but, and get you riled up. How's that? But. Sound? But. No. <laughs> I'm a fan of Blue Kalkin Goku. Yeah. He does definitely, definitely need the help with the Reps of Universe 17. However, once he gets the help, I think he's honestly best easy AT war. I think he's very, very powerful. That spirit bomb is pretty absurd. And I really like the effects that they added to him. Like the guard really helps him a lot. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. And he hits just much harder. I feel like one thing people don't talk about is that he's still actually pretty fine without the spirit bomb. But beyond that, I like him. He's a good design unit overall now. And I really feel like the guard just helps solidify mm -hmm. what he wants to do a lot better. Now, when it comes to the Spirit Bomb Goku, the LR specifically, I think he's fine. I like him. I just feel like they should have made him centered around the Power of Hope category because that category really would have liked his help. And again, same with the Spirit Bomb Goku, right? I talked about, hey, you know, they are going to be in the Power of Hope team, but they kind of don't want to be around on that team. They're going to be around on separate teams. You know, Blue Kalkin Goku wants a bunch of Universe Survival Saga units. The Spirit Bomb Goku wants a bunch of Super Saiyan 1 units specifically. So it doesn't really work that well with, you know, the new LR Spirit Bomb units for the 8th anniversary. And that's just where the issue comes in with that guy. And I feel like his defense could have been a little better. Just from looking at initial glance. Now, they're not actually in-game at the time of this recording. So maybe my opinions will change about them. We'll have to wait and see. Yep. Uh, Bill, what are your thoughts on these? I think this is one of the rare instances where a data download kind of sways the public opinion in a positive way. Yep. Uh, because we had seen the kit for uh, Kaioken Goku and it was like, oh my God, he's terrible. And then the data download comes out and we're like, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> like, yep. this this guy's actually, he's cooking something here. And like Minato mentioned it. It's like the, the, the beauty of the help for Kaioken Goku is that it's so simple for it to happen. Where it's like you think about a unit like let's just talk like we mentioned it earlier, right? With LR Omega, it would probably take quite a bit to get him in the proper mm -hmm. position. But with Kaioken Goku, it's one tournament of power celebration and then we're cooking, right? We get a yep. summonable Dokkan Fest, whether it be a TUR, whether it be an LR, and then we have a part two LR that's kind of working with the same thing. It's like Universe 7, they still have like a potential a bunch of potential options that they could do for summonable units, right? Like it's not like it's just a dead on the water type of team. It's like and universe. EZAs as well. Exactly, right? Like, we're yep. still talking about STRUI Goku potentially getting an EZA. And then, you know, who knows? If the five years were to theoretically EZA this year, then we're one year away from the six years being in line, right? Like, it's yep. crazy to think about that, but like that's where we're at. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, I wouldn't want him to get his help a year later, but, like, you know, a, a few months I feel like wouldn't be that bad. But right. 
And just to kind of reference like Minato, I know I saw you on Twitter when we easy a or the spirit bomb was warp Goku. Initially, like you had the build for it set. Didn't you have like a bunch of additional and crit and then the data download hits and then you put out another tweet and then he's got full dodge on him already. So yeah. it's like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, that's all it takes, right? Just like a little bit less defense and it's like, oh, okay, I guess we got to prioritize dodge now. So it's like, um, you know, you said it really well uh, to a point, Minato, where we said like, how do the units work with the LRs for like part one, right? Like, like, like we could think about last year, right? The part EX Super Saiyan 4s, like Super Saiyan 4 Goku was the, the Super Saiyan 4 duo's like best partner, right? And they worked really well. Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta worked really well with the uh, year seven LRs, right? And God Goku obviously is still probably the best partner for the LR gods with his defensive prowess. But this year, I just don't feel like they're doing that that much, right? Like, do you think about... STR Super Boo doesn't work with any of the new LRs, right? And Physical Vegito, it's kind of the same case. I mean, if Physical so, Vegito had a scouter, then I think yeah. he would actually work pretty well with them. But unfortunately mm -hmm. not, right? That's yeah, an he issue. Could be, he could be that slot one tank for the Busag LR. Because like, they can get caught defensively. I've used them plenty enough to know it's like, okay, slot, turn one, they take a super and like a hard event, they're going to get hit. Like, yeah, both them and the GT unit, for sure. And, and, one, yeah, and it's like... Right. And it, it, it's not really a knock. It's just not how they were designed. Like, it's always about a unit working as intended. Right. And they weren't intended to be a slot one tank right off the bat. So if that's having... the thing, a lot of these units have their different roles at this point that they have to mm -hmm. fill. And it's like, you know, the spirit bomb Goku you were talking about. I feel like his role is a floating support unit. Yep. And if he's not going to have the Super Saiyan category allies with them, I want him to be able to potentially dodge these mm -hmm. actual super attacks that will do really, really good damage to him. I don't think he'll have an issue tanking normals given you get his damage reduction with these uh, rainbow orbs but those super attacks are definitely going to kill him so i think you know seeing him as a floating rainbow orb changer mm -hmm. i'd like him to have dodge it's and it's always about a unit being self-sustaining right we think about a unit like physical kid goku where it's like oh he has to get a certain amount of orbs to get like all of his procs and his passive but he makes those orbs himself so it's not a problem and it'll be the same thing with that Super Saiyan Spirit Bomb Absorb Goku, where it's like he's floating and changing those rainbow orbs, so he'll always have access to those, and it won't be like, uh, you know, unless you get really unlucky, he's always going to be able to get his passive fully proc usually, uh, except from the Super Saiyans, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so do you guys have anything else you want to add on the JP side before I hop over to Global? Anything I missed? Uh, no. Can we? T can we? Uh, what about the? Uh, what about the free to play uh, Bobbity? I'm kind of upset about that unit. Do you want to talk well, about them? I briefly I mean, just want to mention. Yeah, I think that that they that standby is an absolute fumble. I think that is a moment they easily could have just saved for its own unit. And I like, like it. I think it's cool. His art is beautiful, and then part of the kit is the speech that he does to Bobbity. There's one thing it's saying always keeps his pride being like part of a free to play standby. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I, I wish that they. Cool. It's cool, just, but I wish they would have saved it. I mean, they could do it again for another unit in the future. Like, let's, let's <laughs> <stop it. laughs> I guess. Just, just grab the let's exact same them. voice line, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't see an issue. No, he hasn't. Do it a different way. He hasn't EZA'd yet, though, right? There's mm -hmm. no EZA for him yet? No. no. But I think okay, he's so he going to be really he'll good be better. Yeah, Yeah, because yeah, his, his skeleton seems really good, so... Yeah, I, I think the numbers just aren't there yet, but with the EZA, they could be... I, I Do you think they could rival the Master Roshi, like the, the effect that that unit had on the meta, or do you think they're not no. going to be quite that much? Not that much. Because the thing is that they're teams, and the yeah. units are going to run them on. Extreme class teams are really down bad right now. Awfully down bad. Like, the only relevant extreme class team right now is the cooler team, and that's like a six-month-old team, basically. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy, but Roshi is like still runnable now. <laughs> and he's such a good free-to-play unit. Like he's crazy. So yeah, it's gonna survive is very good. Yeah. yeah, and he's got built-in dodge and he's supporting and he still hits like four to five mil. Like he's he's really good. No, four to um, five mil is pretty bad, but well, uh, for floating well, support say, unit, I would say no. No, for, I'd say the stun and the seal. Yeah. Is what I like. But dude, on a floating support unit, I will take four to five Mid. mil. I'm not running them on rotation. I'm not running. Mid. If you if you want your floaters to hit ten mil, I, I mean you're you're yeah you're got too many too many oh, expectations. My floater EZA <laughs> blue blue Goku. Why well, <laughs> my floater EZA AGL spirit bomb Goku would hit ten mil. So I don't know. Well, trash. yes, I I suppose I guess you're right. Trash. They all got to be that level. All right. Trash. All right. I don't know anything. You're right. You're right. No. Nope. All right. <laughs> well, let's let's move. I know you are. Let's move on to global, where maybe I actually understand Dokkan battle because we'll talk about glo global stuff here. So yep. we just got physical Kid Goku and Hachan. Um, I'll just say really quick, my summons went really well. 
Um, I don't feel like I summoned that much. I kind of went lighter than I normally do. And I got Goku to 79% and I got Hachan to 90. So uh, it was pretty good. And I actually didn't draw any Raditzes. Uh, and so I still didn't have Raditz. I actually bought him with coins. I would not advise anybody to do that. But I didn't have him and I wanted to experience how bad he was myself. So I bought him with coins. Um, but I think Goku and Hachan are very good. Kid Goku is my favorite type of leader that uh, I love it when leaders have support skills. So Goku's going to age well because... He's really good on rotation now, but he's got all of the, the tools you want a floating support unit to have. So as he starts to age out, maybe offensively and defensively, you can start to float him. And his value as an orb changer and supporting with the crit chance and damage reduction is so invaluable. Um, I just love this unit. I think he's absolutely crazy. Um, Hachan is just a defensive wall. Uh, very good on, you know, any team setup with the Kid Goku. He's going to be great there. Um why don't you guys just tell me, because you've had a lot more time to play with them. So, mm -hmm. Vilify, what what are your thoughts on the, the Goku and Hachan, if you have them on your account? Uh, yeah, I managed to get them both on, like, back-to-back -back multis. I, I think I did, like, 250 stones on that banner or something like that. But oh, dang. That's irrelevant good. now, but um, yep. what I found, like, to be best about this unit is, like, I've used them, like, the Red Ribbon Red Zone came out, and that was, like, the go-to team that I would use for, like, trying to know item run all the stages, right? Because you yep. would have like a, a rotation of Kid Goku with Hachan, and then the other one would be Carnival Goku with the AGL Gohan EZA. And then you yep. would float off like STR Namek Goku, because it's like this is just basically an exploding rage build. And then also yep. you would have uh, the other floater be physical sub EZA Bardock, because of that guard he gets and the defensive buff that he would get. And that would be yep. like the team I would set to run like no item runs for all of the red ribbon red zone. So yep. I've like really just this guy is really impressive and he fits on a lot of good teams. You think about the movie hero you, team, you could float him off or rotate him with Hachan and he's getting the rainbow orb changing, the damage yep. reduction support, and just also him being unique in the sense that he leads three categories and buffs two with his uh, 30%, yep. right? So um, I, I do like his uh, the core mechanic of support with damage reduction. I'm a huge fan of and I hope they continue to do stuff like that in the future. But Hachan is very simple. It's just like he doesn't take anything and that's it. But I think Kid Goku is much more like unique in the sense of he can do a lot of different things, and I'm really a big fan of that unit. So I was glad I managed to sneak off with like you know him and Hachan because I feel like if you pull one, you got to get the other. Yeah, it's kind of like a Ginyu situation where like mm -hmm. you want the stuff to go with it, right? Uh, yeah. Minato, your thoughts on these two units? I don't think Kid Goku is reliant on wanting Hachan, but you know Hachan's like, reliant you know, on Goku. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, Hachan's reliant on Goku, and it's if just you want to show Goku right? off, like if mm -hmm. you want to use Goku off at his best potential. Yeah. Um, you definitely want Hachan. Goku's more of like a just very influential unit that I feel like is going to be good for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I really like him. And then we also got the free to play Yamcha, and I did a showcase on him, and I actually really liked him. I thought they did a pretty good job with him. I like that you know Dragon Ball Saga just needs any help it can get, and this is a support unit if you're running a. Uh, Peppy Gals unit on the team. I mean, I had this guy hitting like four mil attack stats, which is good for a support unit, Minato. Good for a support unit. Um, and after, I don't like that he gets some of his passive after five turns. I wish he just had it all right away, but I thought he was solid. And I like Dragon Ball Saga a lot. And I actually, just before we went on to do the podcast, I did a video on my channel that's going to go up tomorrow. By the time you guys are all here in the podcast, it'll be up on my channel. But I actually beat Cell Max Red Zone with a full Dragon Ball Saga team. So mm. it was a lot of fun. And I really, really enjoyed the Dragon Ball. I mean, I, I was rocking the physical Bulma. Like, we had it going. It was good. It was a fun run. I really liked it. So uh, I'm just a fan of Dragon Ball Saga. And I want them. I feel like they're just one or two, like, top-tier premium pieces away. Because that Jackie Chun is actually really good with his damage reduction. But I just feel like they need one or two more premium units, like another Dokkan Fest or something, and that team will be cooking pretty good. And then as uh, Vilify was mentioning earlier, just the setup of having like, you know, doing these red zone runs of no item runs, the Goku Hachan rotation is like almost an unkillable one. And then there's so many other pairings you can do where it can be like uh, God Goku with like uh, another like hard to kill unit. Or like the one I like is the, the Piccolo rotation. Like that's a pretty hard to kill rotation. So there's just some like ridiculous and you've got the Gammas on there you can do with movie heroes. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of fun combos in this Goku and Hachan. They're out, well, they're both on movie heroes, but Goku himself is on a ton of teams and he's very usable and abusable as a flowing support unit. So yeah, overall, I like all these units. I don't know if you guys want to chime in on the free-to-play Yamcha at all, if you like them or not, but I really like them. All you did was remind me we have World Tournament on JP because of Jackie Chun, so thanks for that. <laughs> yep, yep, World Tournament coming, yep, exactly. And Minato, yeah, you don't like him, that's fine, whatever. Nope. 
<laughs> but the hypeness on global, sure, we did not get selling Gohan's easy, but we got the god Goku. And it's kind of ironic because, like, JP, you guys are the one that really needs this guy right now for that power wishes team. So global, at least, when we get power wishes, we're going to have this guy in hand. Um, I'll just tell you my experience. I've been running mine rainbowed full level 10 links. This dude, when he's, like built up he's 500k starter turn defense with 50 percent defense proc on each so when i say fully build up he's got a five turn stack on his 18 key so once that's built up and then you're continually stacking he's 500k defense 50 percent defense and he could double super and get that twice he has high dodge chance which is 50 percent, and he's hitting like 14 mil attack stats like i think this guy is actually crazy I really, really like him. I think he's fantastic. I think after a double super, he would be touching a million defense. Um, Minato, you can tell me if I'm calculating that right or not, but I think this guy is crazy. So, uh, Minato, based on what you've seen, what do you think of this guy, Goku? Wait, what did it say his defense is going to be? <laughs> so I had him at I had him at 500k starter turn defense, and if I double super, I'm calculating him to be around a million defense. Am I am I right or no. wrong on that? No, because no? Um, it's fifty percent. It's off his first defensive stat, and then it's additive. So if his defensive stat, let's say, starts at 200k, then it's 100k per super attack for the rest of the fight. Oh, so this 500k starter turn, because that's from building up for five turns, it doesn't get calc in with that? No, that'd be multiplicative. Okay. This is additive. Okay. So we're then we're looking at what, like 700k defense after on a double super? Um, again, it depends on a starting defense, right? Okay. I, I did the math right a while ago. I'm not going to bring it up right nope, now. Nope, that's but, fine. Um, See, this is why, you, this is why you're assume, the math guy. I would assume his defense would be around 600-ish K, maybe 650-ish with a double well, super. Were, yeah, were you thinking that he's getting 100k per super is what you're saying? No, I mean, this as an example, if a unit starts up at 200k defense, and yep. they get a 50% raise, and it'd be 100k, right? Okay. But then it'd be the same thing for the rest of the battle. Okay. Right? I mean, I'm pretty so sure he started at least 200k, so I feel like he'd get at least 100k per super. Yeah, something like but, that, right? So okay. Okay. Uh, assuming double super, he'd be around 700k. I believe at most I got him to like 600-ish k or so, which you know, okay. is pretty good. Just from the it's math alone. Yeah, and I mean, the thing with this guy, with the amount of damage he's doing, you know he's going to be fine against normals against pretty much anything. And then if there's a super coming, he has that 50% chance to dodge. So I, I think he's going to be good in pretty much every red zone. I Other agree. than maybe, Except maybe I mean, Broly. I was going to say, Broly might be the only one that gives him trouble, right? Um, Vil, do you have any thoughts on this guy, Goku, based on what you've seen? You guys covered all the good stuff. I just get a kick out of the uh, medium chance to dodge after 11 turns. That's my favorite <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, exactly. But no, I think he's great. I really enjoy playing him. And I do. I really like him, too, as a pairing with the year seven gods. I think that that is just a very good rotation. And it's a nice substitute if you're doing a fight where tech god Goku doesn't get as passive, then you don't want to run him. So that's mm -hmm. a great way to run that rotation. So I've been really enjoying that rotation a lot. I think this guy Goku can slot into slot one because of the dodge. And then you let the year seven gods build up. And then if they build up enough defense, you could swap and play play the other one in slot one if you want to. But I really like them. Um, so yeah. Uh, so then we got a couple of easy A's here. So we've got the, uh, well, that was the first of the two easy A's. And then the other one, we got Int Kid Goku. Um, what I'm going to say is he's very good. He's, I, I would comp him very much to AGL Metal Cooler. In that, I think they're both like very good units, but they get very overshadowed because they have a direct uh, unit that shares the same name as them. Uh, AGL Cooler has the Carnival Metal Cooler, and then this kid Goku has the physical Goku. So it's not that this Goku is bad, it's just he's sharing the same name. Really, the effective way to run him is if you're doing like full Dragon Ball Saga, which I did feature in my Red Zone video, uh, where you actually run him on rotation and float one of the physical kid Gokus. That way you're getting that floating support. Uh, the problem is, is the team doesn't have that great unit to put in the middle, right? So I was running like physical Bulma and just hoping for her dodging it. And she came through for me. Um, but I, I like him. I mean, he hits like he can do triple seven mil attack stats. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got the active skill attack where he crits for the rest of the turn, which is very good. Um, the problem is, is when you see his active skill attack, you know, comparing to the spirit bombs and then the STR Kaioken Goku, it's just like, ah, oh, that didn't really hit, <laughs> hit anything at all. But it's something it's damage. It's something you can use um vilify do you have any thoughts on the ant kid goku uh yeah he has one of these just like pesky mechanics where we got it's really based on uh you know hp and i'm i'm reading this now just to kind of catch up i feel like it's been forever since i've used this unit yeah but, like the attack boost with more hp and then the defensive boost up to 159 percent with less hp remaining i feel like that's just kind of pesky 
And then it's the same thing like right here. I'm looking, it's like, you know, you get a guaranteed crit when the HP is 59% or less, but you're already going to the defensive buffs because the HP is getting lower, right? And you're losing on that attack. So it's like, he's just kind of one of those weird, like funky units, but like, you know, it still is good. And then the amount of categories this guy is on, that's got to be 20 teams. I'm just looking at it real quick. I'm not going to count it yeah. live, but. Yeah, he's on a lot of teams. <laughs> he's on a, so many teams. And then his link skill or his link set is just kind of tricky, right? Like you think about guided to the Dragon Balls, the Innocence, the Incredible Adventure, Turtle School, like where are you really getting these links? Aside from like if you're running them with like Dragon Ball Saga units, right? Right. It's it's Dragon Ball Saga. That's where you're getting mm -hmm. them. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's about it. And that's why I want that team to get more help, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the thing with him falling, you know, getting crit under 59, it's because they want his active skill turn to be really good because then you're going to mm -hmm. guarantee crit on that and then have crits for the rest of the turn. Right. Yeah. Uh, Minato, your thoughts on Kid Goku? He's good. And I always feel like people are underrated him a little. Yeah. But obviously, like, I'm pretty sure you guys said, you know, the issue is that physical Kid Goku exists, right? So Yeah. Yeah, and once again, comparing him back to HL Metal Cooler, I think that the the players that are going to get the most value out of him are ones that do not pull the the counterpart unit, right? So for people that did not pull Carnival Cooler, you run HL Metal Cooler as the lead and bring a friend Carnival Cooler. Same thing with Kid Goku. You can run the Int one as the lead and then run the physical one, and you're going to be able to run like really good solid teams with that and enjoy both units. So I think those are the players that will get the most value. But um, I'm finding ways to use them. I just like them a lot. I love Dragon Ball Saga. I want them to get more love. It's I always complain about how Dragon Ball is so tied to the World Tournament, and they get all these crappy free-to-play units, so they don't get very many actual celebrations. So I hope they change that in the future. Um, I'm I'm clamoring for that Demon King Piccolo, uh, Kid Goku Dokkan Fest, Dual Dokkan Fest. That needs to happen at some point, but we'll see. So anyways, I think we're going to wrap up there. Do you guys want to add anything before we hop off for today? I think you covered everything. Uh, you know, obviously the Baba Shop EZAs are huge. You said you... Yeah. What about the, the Baba Shop update? I know you mentioned that a little bit. I did. So we, we, we had Baba Shop EZAs on the agenda. They're pretty skippable. Like, they're they're not that great. Like, the big thing with the Baba Shop EZAs is their support needs to be for categories, not for typings. And that's the bad part. And then um, what I was telling Bill before the show was that I'm actually more excited to get the Baba Shop update on Global where we can mm -hmm. actually like buy all the Gregories and stuff. I'm actually more excited for that than these actual EZAs, which I do believe that the EZA signal like that that's coming soon. Because the way that these guys EZA right now is you have to use them, I believe it's 15 times in battle to get mm -hmm. all their medals. But later on, they will put their medals in the shop. And I believe when they put their medals in the shop is when the Baba Shop update happens. Um, Monado, you can correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I think that's how it went down. So yeah, there's the missions, and then when the missions are out, they're buyable in the Baba Shop, specifically the easy medals, right? Yes, yes, yep, for sure. So yeah, I'm just excited for that Baba Shop update. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So um, anything else you guys want to add? All right, so that is going to wrap up our show for today. This has been episode 104 of the Dokkan Battle Podcast. I would like to thank my guests today, Minato and Vilify, for joining me. Um, and also thanks for Vilify for running the behind-the-scenes stuff. My name is Joe Weggs, and it has been an honor hosting for you all today. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you all on the next one.